0: How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 21 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and uh, we're just growing up right before your eyes. We've hit the 21 mark. We're, we're hitting all these kinds of strides and uh, milestones and whatnot, so uh, have a drink for us. Um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the Athletics Top 100 Prospects that came out, uh, news and notes from or. What's us Monday. Monday's uh, spring training game. I'm a day ahead on everything right now. It's been fun. Um, so we're gonna talk about uh, the blowout loss to the Brewers today. Then we'll catch you up on some injury news. Uh, we got a Twitter question that I'm gonna go over as well. Um, so yeah, that's all that. And before we get into the show, obviously I gotta do my plugs. Uh, please follow us at Locked On A's on Twitter. Me personally at By Jason B on Twitter. Uh, mailbag is always open. So if you have any questions about the A's or baseball at all, uh, feel free to reach out to us at either of those handles by Jason B locked on A's, or you can reach out to us at Gmail and that is, uh, locked on athletics at gmail.com. Uh, any of those are a good way to, you know, get questions answered and, uh, get them on the air and stuff. So any of those work, uh, reach out to us. Great. So without further ado, let's get into the latest of the prospect rankings. Uh, This ones, these ones are by Keith Law of the Athletic. Uh, He is formerly of ESPN. People usually, people are divided on Keith Law. Um, I I think I'm in the middle. I kind of don't care either way. Um, It's whatever. But uh, the Athletic released theirs. They're done by Keith Law these days. Uh, He had three A's in the top 36 of his top 100. But uh, so you got Puckett number 21. Jesus Luzardo at 26, and then Sean Murphy at 36, and he actually had a uh, puck or uh, sorry Murphy above Joey Bart of the Giants. Uh, maybe it's because he's closer to the majors and he's going to make an impact. But he said, you know, in his uh, in his opening paragraphs that uh, he more so projects people based on upside as opposed to you know being a safe pick and stuff like that. So maybe he does think that Murphy's the better catcher. Uh, it's one guy's opinion. We'll see. Uh, he says that he had these vetted by scouts and all that stuff. He also left Nick Madrigal of the White Sox off the board completely, which uh, had a bunch of people mad, but that's a different podcast. That's Locked on White Sox. So back to being the Locked on A's podcast. Um, the, the things that were intriguing were, one, the Murphy being ranked higher than Joey Bart, and also he has A.J. Puck ranked higher than Jesus Luzardo which I don't believe I've seen uh, at other ranking websites. So uh, that was intriguing to me. It might have been because this ranking came out after uh, he saw A.J. Puck pitch on Saturday, and he was zipping 97 and just looked fantastic. Um, I was listening to a fantasy baseball podcast, and they were like, yeah, he's the takeaway from the weekend. He looked great. Um, I mean, it's either that he saw Puck pitch on Saturday or he listened to my series of uh, potential breakout stars for the A's last week, in which uh, Puck was mentioned as a potential breakout star. It's one of those two. Who's to say which one's which? So that's that. Uh, the A's also played a spring training game on Monday against the Brewers. Uh, they lost badly, uh, 14-4, to so that stinks. Uh, Shamana got the start in that game. He breezed through the first inning through, I believe, 12 pitches, and 1, 2, 3, done. Uh, came out for the second inning, and he got rocked pretty good. Um, he gave up six runs on six hits, including uh, two home runs, and he did not escape the second inning. Uh, he finished with uh, two outs in that one, so he finished with a cumulative total of one and two-thirds innings. Uh, he also struck out two guys, so that's a plus. Um, <clears throat> in talking to Susan Slesser after the game, he said uh, that he was working on a slider after, uh, in the second inning after breezing through the first. Uh, he said, quote, It's a good starting point to work from. Obviously, getting hits off of it, the slider, uh, is telling me something. I'm not finishing it. I'm not throwing it in the right uh, locations. That knowledge is a good thing. So, I mean, obviously. Uh, end quote, obviously. Um, so, what we're going with here is... he." This is spring training. Obviously, he's trying to work on the pitches that he wants to, you know, utilize in the regular season. Well, it doesn't, you know, cost the team anything right now. He just, I got through the first, I'm fine. And then sees how his slider's working, and it wasn't working very well. So, that's the takeaway from Sean Manaya's performance on Monday. As for the A's being 0-4, should we be worried? No. Uh, sure, they're giving up a whole bunch of runs and whatnot, but, you know, Manaya gave up 6 and he was working on a new pitch or, you know, his slider. Um, so that's not really concerning. He's just trying to fine tune some stuff. Um, whether or not Lutrino, uh is going to be an issue moving forward, we're going to have to see a few more outings from him, obviously. Um, Chris Bassett allowed uh, a couple of runs. There, there's some guys that, you know, have given up runs. But at this point in spring, usually the batters are ahead of the pitchers and they're spring training, you know, regimen and whatnot. Because um, if pitches aren't, you know, as crisp as they should be, then that's what happens. They get hit around for doubles and dingers and all of that good stuff. And also the A's still have some guys on the injured list right now. Well, not the injured list, but, you know, they haven't made their spring training debuts. Uh, they're dealing with a couple of, you know, minor injuries as of right now. And they're getting guys in there for playing time. Uh, they're letting, you know, Camp and Machine and uh Barreto and Mateo play as much as they can uh, trying to get both two of those four guys into every game. Um so they're not putting out their A squad just yet. Um and they're not, you know, using all of their vaunted relievers and you know, if their starting pitchers are working on stuff too, then they're going to give up some runs. And this isn't the team that, you know, we're going to be seeing come March 26th or anything like that. So should we be worried? No. Would we have liked to seen a win by now? Of course. But uh, results at this early, early in spring training don't really matter. Give it another week or two, and if they're still struggling a little bit, then maybe there will be a little bit more concern. But for right now, we're fine. So usually at this point in the podcast, I read, you know, an ad of some sort or, you know, try and get advertisers to support the podcast because uh, that's how we make money and that's awesome. But uh, I'm going to go a little bit off script today and uh, just go from the heart and see how that works. So basically, Lockdown Podcasts are great because we reach local uh, fans of local teams. So if you're a local business and you want to advertise with us um, and you want to go for sports fans or you have something, you know. Ace Hands might like, uh, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising and uh you know, fill out a little questionnaire. We have very affordable rates for advertising with the podcast. Um I will read things very well. I will edit the crap out of it for you. It'll be great. Um so if you're interested, just go three three seven 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 via text or podcast.com slash advertising, and uh, yeah, we'll get in touch, and we'll get you right here on this Locked On A's podcast. All right, so for the rest of the podcast, I'm just going to go over some injury news and then enter a Twitter question, and then uh, then we'll be good for the day, and we'll talk again soon. Um, so Chris Davis is set to make a spring debut tomorrow, which would be today, probably by the time you're listening to this. So on Tuesday, Chris Davis will be in the light lineup, uh, barring any setbacks. Shouldn't be a setback. He's been fine. Uh, he's got a hamstring injury, so uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, Sean Murphy is set to debut soon as well. Uh, he's scheduled for March second. Uh, they're just slow playing him a little bit with uh, after having offseason knee surgery. Uh, Stephen Piscotty is going to be out for about another week with a rib injury. Uh, it's a sensitive issue or sensitive uh, area for hitters because they got to rotate to you know hit the ball and all that stuff. Um, you know, swing mechanics. So that's why he's out. Um, And then you got Dalton Jeffries, who pitched in Monday's game. Uh, He exited early because of a biceps injury. Uh, Bob Melvin said after the game, it looks like a biceps thing. Uh, It looked like he was in a bunch of pain, but the trainer didn't come out and, you know, talk to him on the bench after he went into uh, the clubhouse. So that might be a good sign. Um, Question mark. So, they're hoping it's not serious, but, you know, there haven't been any tests done or anything that uh, have been relayed to the media yet, so we don't know. Uh, so that's as far as we know on Dalton Jeffries. He had Tommy John a couple of seasons ago, so uh, hopefully he's doing okay. But the question on Twitter that I got uh, is from Lauren, and uh, she is a big Ace fan. She asked—this uh, kind of leads into the injuries a little bit, so that's why I'm going back-to-back with that. Uh, she asks— any hot takes on some of the young-slash-perpetual minor league guys? Skybolt made some uh, good plays in the field uh, in, the, in the A's dismal loss today. Uh, will, will we get Fowler back at the Coliseum? And uh, then she asked some stuff about Manaya which I addressed earlier in the podcast. Uh, basically, was he working on something new? He was, uh, his slider. So that's the first part of that. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about some outfielders. Because with uh, Stephen Piscotti down right now, Maybe there's a spot that's gonna open up and uh I don't know that Skybolt or Dustin Fowler are, you know, at the on the cusp right now. I would say that uh after his strong debut in the majors last year, Seth Brown's probably at the top of the minor league depth chart. Um I'll go over some of his stats real quick so you guys get a sense of where I'm coming from and then, you know, I'll lead into what I think the A's would do. So here are Seth Brown's stats from last season in the majors. The 27-year-old lefty hit 293 with a 361 on base percentage and accumulated a 0.7 WAR in just 26 games which uh, at the plate he had 83 plate appearances. Uh so pretty good slash. Um he had a wrc plus of 120 so he was 20% above league average. Uh, not a bad debut, obviously. Uh and in Vegas last year, he hit 37 home runs. So he's got some pop in his bat. In his first spring at bat, he drove one to the fence. Uh, it was caught at the wall, but, you know, he's still got some pop. Uh, but the big thing for me was if he can bring something similar to that bat, it was that uh, he had five defensive runs saved in just 153 innings uh, playing left field for the A's last year. And that is huge. Um, so if they can get, you know, a better bat in left field or, you know, basically they would probably put Laureano in right again, uh, Canna in center, and then somebody in left uh, and make it work that way without Piscotti if he were to miss time or this rib injury, you know, takes him out for a couple of weeks or something like that. Um, so that would be how you work Seth Brown into some sort of a left field platoon or rotation. Uh, again, he's a left-handed bat, which is something that they've been after. And, uh, yeah, so there's all that. So, I'd like to see him get another chance, because he proved himself in the chance that he got last year. Um, the projecting systems on Fangraphs kind of seem as a flash in the pan. They don't expect much. They have him as a zero-war player and 100 plate appearances. Uh, part of that's playing time. Part of that's he's not going to do much. So, uh, yeah, Seth Brown would be the first guy up in the outfield uh, situation, I, I would believe. But... I don't think that the A's would use one of their outfielders per se if Piscotty were to start the season on the injured list. Um, And here's why. I've talked about it before, but with all of the players that they have uh, that are vying for the second base job out of options and all that stuff, uh, I could see them going with using both Barreto and uh, Mateo or, you know, two of those three between Barreto, Mateo and Machin. And then just using Tony Kampen left for a short period of time. And, you know, again, slotting over Loriano in right and then Canna in center. And then that gets them playing time still. And still gives the A's a solid defensive outfield. Um, I could see them going more that direction than calling up uh, one of their outfielders that still has options. So this way you could keep the player, uh, you know, all of these players, most of these players, uh, for a longer period of time, while Piscotty is still on the mend, um, and that's how I see that one working out uh, if it came to it, uh, because uh, Melissa Lockard, formerly of Scout.com, or you know uh, dot uh, she wrote a piece for the Athletic where she works now, and it was talking about you know players like Mateo and Barreto that have been out of options that have been traded right before the season started, and like the return that you know the A's could expect if that were to be the case and uh none of these players have worked out as the return pieces so you kind of want to and you're you're going to lose them so you want to keep them as long as you can because you're not going to get much for them either so uh, i think that that's kind of where they're at right now so basically you want to maximize any of these players value for your team before you have to let them go to another organization because they're out of options and uh, that's where the A's are probably looking at this from if they need to make roster moves and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. Uh, at some point, we'll go over the catcher situation. It depends on how much news is breaking. And also, do you really want a catcher update, you know, four days into spring training? I did the second base one, but, you know, that one's um, Second, The backup catcher, They can wait. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into that one uh, on the next podcast if, you know, Baseball doesn't break in the meantime, and uh, yeah, in the meantime though, uh, follow us at Locked On A's on Twitter. Me personally at By Jason B on Twitter, uh, and yeah, that's it. Go out there and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk to you guys soon.